Hello, this is Norma Sheehan from the Heal Your Hole podcast, asking you to heal my hole for a change. The hole in my pocket. It's just a small one-off payment, no subscriptions, takes 30 seconds to do apparently. So you need to follow the support this show link in the show description. And every payment increases my healing power. So I can continue to tend to your lazy holes, hairy holes, needy holes, itchy holes, money holes, smelly holes, arseholes. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to episode number 29 of the Heal Your Hole podcast with myself, Norma Sheehan, where we will look at all the various holes in your life, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, financial, comical, sexual, and we give them all a good scene too. Last week we did Holistic Divine, got my cards read by Eileen Doyle, fantastic. And the weeks before that we did Leaky Hole, Funny Hole with Mario Rosenstock, a Spiritual Hole, there's loads of different ones. Anyway, this week we're doing Angry Hole and I found it really hard because nobody is angry. Everybody is miserable or depressed because we're in lockdown number. I don't know what one it is at this stage. But luckily I was working up north the other day in Belfast and I realised everyone, not everyone now, that's a bit accentist, but the accent up north can just sound angry. So if someone is saying, it's a lovely day, how are you? I'm fine, fantastic. It can just sound a bit angry and I said, perfect. So I nabbed Jo Donnelly for an interview about her angry hole. She is um, a legendary actress up there. And she studied at Rada with me. So she is going to be coming on in a few minutes. But first up, I have some angry messages in here from an Emma. I won't give her a second name because she's very angry. <laughs> very angry, actually. Um, but she um, she's from England, Emma. And here's what Emma has to say. I frequently get really angry about BMW drivers. Why are they such pricks? Do they really have to drive up your arse flashing you, giving you zero time to indicate and move over? And what is it about all the undertaking? Prime knobheads. If someone is racing up flashing, it is always a dick in a beamer. (laughs) Okay, well, Emma, I actually drive a beamer. It's not a flashy new one. It's kind of like a van, really, to fit all the kids in it. And I love it. I prefer it to my house. It's actually a studio as well. Yeah. So, oh God, I don't think I'm one of those knobbins. But do you know what? If there's knobbins over in your neck of the woods driving beamers, I, I won't argue with you. And Emma also has to say, what is it with women in public toilets who hover and piss on the seat? Sit the fuck down. (laughs) What on earth do you think will happen to you if you do sit down? I don't especially enjoy sitting on your invisible piss. There's a seat. Use it. Love it. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of hovering, a lot of pissing, a lot of, yeah. I suppose fancy toilets have those um, sheets you put around them so you can sit on them. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's the best route there. Um, that's one for the girls anyway. I think the lads, lads lads, can stand and do the business. And she's one other message. Mm. <laughs> what's this 50-50 gender balance? As far as I can see, women do the lion's share of the work, especially at home during COVID. And then if a man contributes, we thank him for doing something. <sighs> Oh, my God. OK, I don't want to really get into that one too hard. Um, Yeah, I suppose I do a lot of the cleaning here. I can't cook, though. I can't cook. So sometimes, you know, how many hours of 
horrible housework equals a lovely meal, you know, and his meals, you know, it's a big ritual and whatever. But, you know, he is good at it because he cares. I don't really care about that kind of stuff. Anyway, and before we go to my angry Belfast friend, I've one more message in here from, it's not really angry, it's kind of angry, but it's a little bit, a little bit sad. It's from um, a lady with a small business and just how frustrated she is during COVID. Hello, Norma. What has made me so unbelievably freaking angry at the moment is the fact that I opened up my drama school again, made everything COVID safe. I followed all the rules, all the guidelines. I've got really tiny bubbles. I do clean downs in between. All the kids are wearing visors. Um, I've hired an assistant, which I couldn't afford, but I am doing as well, just to make sure that I'm keeping all the measures and ticking every box. I did about 100 risk assessments to hire this church hall, Um, just one after another after another, a risk assessment for a risk assessment. I went in front of the church council. I managed to open the doors again, start the business again, and now... I've been hit with another lockdown here and I'm just back to square one. And now they've said, no, I can't go back in, which is fair enough. Everywhere's locked down. But it just feels like it's all for nothing. And everyone else seems to be getting government help and handouts. But because my business didn't have enough profit, I've got nothing. So if I don't work, I don't get any help. It just feels like a really quite flawed system. Um, Everyone seems to be getting some kind of care package and some um, grants. And I've gone through everything that I can possibly go through, even down to like trying universal credit. But because Lee's on a good wage, they, they just assume that we're okay. And it's just really pig in difficult at the moment. And so having made a Herculean effort to get my business back on track and back up and running, I'm now closed down again and the doors have had to shut. So, oh, I'm just angry and disappointed and frustrated and confused. It's just more of, oh, the loss is pretty heavy to bear right now. But... I know, like, this too shall pass and I've got to just probably channel some positive energy from meditation and stuff, but I'm just not in the mood right now and I'm over this whole COVID nightmare. I don't know what to say. This too will pass. But actually, I got some advice um, on how to heal my angry hole the other day from a gay friend of mine and he just said he, you know, spanks the monkey a lot. Um... And he suggested it to me. I'm not saying I did that. I'm not saying I did that because I don't even have a monkey. But um, I would like to say to the women out there, if you can find 10 minutes on your own, five minutes, 12 minutes, I don't know how long it takes, you know, play with some toys. Um, you know, while the kids are at school, maybe get their toys out. No, no not, that, not, not that kind of toy. Just, you know, just in case my my grandkids listen to this, I'm just saying, have some fun with toys if you really want to relax your angry hole. Give it a lash. Do you know what I mean? Anywho, so next up we have 
this interview with uh, my Belfast friend Jo Donnelly. She is a star of stage and screen. And um, yep, I'll let her do the talking. So this week we're doing Angry Hole and um, I am here with a friend of mine uh, who trained with me in RADA called Jo Donnelly. She's the Queen of the North, lives in Belfast mm-hmm. and performs in most screen and stage uh, shows up here. But I felt she would be the burst, the burst, the best person to speak to about Angry Holes. How is your Angry Hole, Jo? Throbbing. Throbbing, right. <laughs> Okay, which one of those would would that be your, um, is that your anger or is it your actual posterior? No, 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 to be fair, it's where my anger tends to slide down because I clench a lot when I'm frustrated. Like a Kegel or just anger all over? Just anger all over. There's a strength there in those muscles that allow me to contain it somehow. Otherwise, I might just explode. Right, okay. I do remember you um, were very light relief for me in the Rada days because there were some very composed people and um, you were probably up there with... I have no filter and no. you have no fuse. Yeah. Would that be right? That'd be, that would that, be... That, that's pretty much spot on. Well, we survived though. We did. We got through it. Yeah. We Our holes are a lot angrier now though. Yes, I mean... Have you any particular angry issue that's um, getting to you during these COVID times? I have a few. You have a few? I have a few. Um, One in particular would be not just the pandemic, but this time of year. So Halloween, love Halloween, love a fancy dress. Do you know what really makes me clench with anger? Your angry old (laughs) god. It's fireworks. Oh, yeah. Now... Let me put this into context. Yeah. Norma, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, I don't have children, but I have a poodle and a Yorkshire Terrier. Okay. Who are my life. Okay. I love them yeah. with every bone in my body. Yeah. So, someone needs to explain to me why adults, like grown-ups, like people in their 40s and 50s, 60s, decide on the 16th of October... Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go into my back garden and I'm going to set off these rockets. <laughs> rockets. There was... I, I'm, I have two wee dogs who literally for two weeks lived under the bed. 16th of October. Like, 16th of October. The only thing is, I hate to break it to you, right, but we are now in November and they're still going off. Like I heard one while ago. So, well, I you know, didn't. I don't think you should limit it to two weeks. Well, I'm saying two weeks because I did call the police the other night after a really big one went off. <laughs> Now, Marty, my partner, bless him, we were in the kitchen. He hit the floor. He oh. hit the floor. The windows rattled. The dogs howled. They ran up the stairs. There was no reggae music going to chill them out. I'm okay. out in my jammies, squealing for all that I am worth. Because I thought, I swear to God, you would have thought it was a bomb. See, I live in Dublin, so it's like you, you, you're not, you're not thinking bomb first thing off. Yeah. And you're not really up here now. But would you have a, still a bit of a bomb radar in the back of your head when? Well, I think Marty more than me, bless yeah. him. You know, because he's yeah. in his fifties. But I can, I can run an end to go through the French doors to go right. I want to see where it came from because yeah. I'm going to the house. I'm going to the house right now. And did you? Well. It went off, so the the bang went, but there was no light, so I had no direction. And because of the way we live, it could have been the street behind us, or it could have been the housing estate behind that. How do you protect the dog? Well, you have to get socks, Hmm. and you cut off the toes. 
Now the problem is I've sized, see this is a massive saga. I've got size two feet and Marty's got size nine feet. So because it's a puddle in the Yorkshire Terrier, my socks are too small and his are too big. So I had to order socks to be delivered to the house of the correct size. I could cut the toes off and fit them around their face. Is that abuse? No, no. So you have to make sure it's not too tight and because it holds, it's kind of like they're getting a cuddle. Okay. And it kind of... It makes them happy, so... It makes them happier. Okay. And a wee bit of reggae music. Because we've only guinea pigs and they, they were going mental yeah. from the fireworks. Well, to be fair... So now, dogs must be... I got really angry, called the police, after this one in particular, but my, like, my blood had been boiling over... It would, was the, a build would the dogs shit themselves? Would, do they? With oh, no, fear? To be fair, no. No, that's more Marty. But I Marty, by the way, is um is, is a wonderful actor, Marty Maguire. He's one of Ireland's best, Northern Ireland's best, your England, UK's best legend. And he's never ever gonna be allowed to listen to this yeah, and, kill me. and he also, I know for a fact, has never shat himself. <laughs> Unless he was playing train spotting or something. Did he have to, was he in train spotting? No, no, bless him. He wishes he was. But yes, so I called the police about these fireworks. So society to the policeman. I went, right, this thing has gone off. The windows actually shook. I could see the windows shake with the aftermath. I said, there's no light. I don't know where it came from. Who do I call? Do I call the council? What do I do? Because this is nights and nights of a build-up. Now, to be fair, the angrier I got, the more my accent got broader. Right? You don't have an accent. Uh, well, I don't you think don't. so. You don't. But then, so he kind of tried to placate me. And he went, right, we're going to send a couple of patrols round. Right. I went, right, well, you better. Because otherwise I'm going out there and I'll find them. And he went, no, no, I will, Miss Donnelly. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. They put down the phone. And an hour later, his colleague called me back and went, now, Miss Donnelly, I want you to know we have sent patrols out. We haven't been able to find the perpetrators over a firework. Haven't been able to find the perpetrators. Now, exactly, could you tell me what you told my colleague? And I went, so I went into the whole saga again. He's hit the floor, the windows are shaking, the dogs are up the stairs. I'm not a bit well, my nerves are shattered. And he went, <laughs> oh right, because my colleague has actually written down that they threw rocks at your house. Oh. And I went, right. Now to be fair, I was angry. Mm. My accent might have got broader. It's actually got broader now that I'm talking about it because so, I'm, I'm... Oh, so your fireworks sounded like rocks or cock. Forks. Well, I said I must have said fire rockets or something rockets. in my temper. So then he thought I'd said rocks. So he, this colleague called me, going, "I need to specify. Have they come round and smash every window in your house?" I was going, "No, it was a fire. It was a, it was a rocket firework. firework. A little bit loud, yeah. Yeah, and it kind of went. God love us, right? So I mean, we didn't really. Did the, they just tell you to shut up and go put on some music? Aye. What did you put on? Reggae. <laughs> oh yes. It's the only thing that calms them down. A bit of Bob Marley, and I swear to God. Mabel just lies there and goes, yeah, okay, I'm cool, I've got a sock on my head. And I, uh, Herbie's in my jumper. How are you finding it as two artists? Um, are there any anger management issues? My biggest issue... <sighs> this is my... Go- I'm, I'm so angry. I'm not really angry. I'm lovely. You are lovely. But I'm frustrated yeah, you're, yeah. that I don't know how to use a computer. Right, okay. so, so you're not all over the... So I'm not all over the... The ins and outs of Tw- twiddly twit twat or the insta or you know um what about all the arts grants and the support that's out there well, have you, see, you access because to because we have no laptop in the house like we do we don't have computers okay, so phones we have phones yeah that's it we did not know about all of this so oh. we are two artists who i had work booked i was double gigging twice i had four stage shows they were lined up 
I was good to go. It was going to be one of my most kind of successful financial mm. years. Marty booked. Mm. He had a good eight months or something. So yep. we were kind of going, we're flying. Yeah. This year setting us up for the next two. Yeah. And we lost everything. I think that's the biggest problem with artists because I've met singers down in Dublin who are at the top of their game. Like one woman represented Ireland at the Eurovision, another woman was part of the woman's heart thing. But just because sometimes artists were not finance, fi- finance savvy, yeah. were not tech savvy, as you say. Mm-hmm. So we're not ahead of all the ups and downs and the supports and the grants and the ways of wheeling and dealing. I, I, we're stupidly just pouring our creative juices in the hope that and and it's tough I wish we were trained up to be ruthless I went through when this all started we were our first day in rehearsals Mm. and we got home that night and went right that's it done you're shut down what was it you were rehearsing for and we were doing 1984 huh so it's love 1984 in a pandemic but and Marty and I were both in it so we were going to be working together and then my frustration is I and I, I'm not being, I don't, I don't mean this to come across wrong, but Marty and I spend every God-given moment, like the most of it, if we can't, we just work. Work. Yeah. We just work. I didn't have time to go and do a computer class when I was 18 because yeah. I was too busy working to save money to go and to drama school. And when we trained at drama school, yeah. there was no business class. There no. was no tech class. They didn't even teach us voiceovers, which is how I survived. Yeah. They barely taught us screen work. Hey, it was all about float around and be a fairy. Like, oh, just... Here's a bit of material lie in a corner, try yeah. and get over no, your I loved it. from the night before. I loved the three years there. Yes. But I do think there should have been a business nugget to it to make us realise that... We were a business and we needed to be... Like, I, came out, I came out of it going... It was almost like yeah, for a year, just I don't know how to live life. Because yeah. everything had changed. When we were in that institution, protected you woke up in the morning yeah. and you just... 12 hours a day, go, go, go. Act, act, act. Performing, act, rehearsing. Act, read uh, yeah. script, rehearse. Yeah. Hug. So I wouldn't change any of it. I adored no. the ups and downs of the whole thing. I. But definitely, and I had done business before I went to RADA, and I only realised years later how it would stand to me. I was I, a stitcher. <laughs> What's a stitcher? A stitcher in a factory. Okay. Yeah. Well, that could still stand to you. Do you know, we, well, we do need clothes. Not anymore. You're a great bar woman. I'm a good bar woman, but sure they're all shut. They are. But you know what? I'd be thinner if I was a bar woman. Sure you're never off your feet. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. My dad always says, though, there's a job for everyone if you look hard enough. That's his theory. Aye. And I do think... Obviously, 2020 goes out the window for that. But someone like you and Marty, you're grafters and it will all come around again. And you already have people throwing work at you. We are getting by. So work has arrived that we weren't expecting and we wouldn't have been free for. And it's a wee day here and there. But I do believe you need to get everything you deserve. If there's stuff there to keep you going, you need to have someone watching out for you to make sure that the support is there for the grafters and not just the people sitting and they're holding nothing. Well, to be fair, now we have. Great. Because okay. we d- because we didn't know and when we realised that mm. we had lost out on so much help that I was available. I know lots of people like that. Relatives, friends, neighbours the who didn't know. Do you have any Boris anger or any Trump anger or any... Or are you just... Look, do you know what is, it is? There's nothing you can do to change there's that. There's nothing we can do. If Trump gets another four years... My two stepsons live in L.A., and the eldest one, Dylan, um, he works frontline in LA. He's had COVID. He's recovered from it, thank God. He's back and working on the front line, working with the homeless and with people with mental issues and addiction issues. He's incredible. Um, but he 
he had to get his head around it and he went, do you know what it is? If Trump gets another four years, it's only that four years. We have survived this four years. Right. There'll be... The people who are sensible will continue to try and make this work even if he's in power. He might be dead after the next four, sure. Jesus, fingers crossed. And how's... How, how, how about Brexit and... Nobody vilify me. Yeah. I still don't fucking understand it. Yeah. I don't. I tried. I watched the news. I did the, oh, right, is this what this means? Now, my sister's quite savvy about it. But see if it comes on the TV and I, if I had heard Brexit one more time, I was just going to throw myself out. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I was on a talk show one night, a political talk show. Don't you laughing you, you bitch. Um, but I was on about educate together in the schools and getting rid of the baptism barrier to get into schools. Oh, so I was a spokesperson for these non-denominational schools. Brilliant. Lastminute.com, they changed the chat of the night to Brexit and some 20 billion fund for rural urban divides and all this. And I was going, no, 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 no. So I, we were meant to be 80% of the show. We ended up being about... 8% of the show in the end I sat there with the trots looking right and left oh it was it was horrific and every time they'd ask me so what do you think of that and I there was this lovely fellow next to me with Sinn Féin he was really nice and I just kept going well he, he's making a lot of sense I, I think what he said about the stuff is good there was stuff on Twitter after going why was that funny headed weirdo sitting on the political debate so any other angry holds before I let you go? Hold on, what have we done? Any bodily ones? You're, you're... Pure. Um, well, no, because that's my body's a bit of a mess at the minute, anyway. Yeah, we're all... Well, actually, hold on a wee minute. I do have an issue. Right, okay. So, I don't... This personal, so I had a This one might make the cut. Cut, so you had what? I had a full hysterectomy, which is fine. And I thought, right, so I've done a lot of the recovery. Um, and I went, so I'll go and I need... You know, because we can't do much else, but... I can go back to my trainer, socially distance, just work out in the back garden. And how long ago um, did you get the hysterectomy? 10th of August. So that so, was September. So three months nearly. Yeah. 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 So I called him and I went, right, cool. So he came up to the house and he comes from Larne and he's a lovely young fella and we're sitting out in the back garden, socially distance. And he said, I can't train you. And I went, well, why? Because I thought, yeah, I'm nice. I'm actually quite <laughs> funny. So I don't know what your problem is. I, got a little bit defensive because I was late with the HRT and he says well you're going to have to go into postnatal training but you haven't had a baby I'm sorry what now because you know if if you get opened up and there's a beautiful bundle of joy <laughs> at the end of it then you know that's cool um, but I got this done just so I could lead you know a normal life 
um, postnatal. You shitting me? Postnatal training. So was, are you sure they didn't just find a baby in there? They're, 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 what, well, there was, was something the size of one, but it wasn't was it? the joy at the what, end. What was it? Ugh, it was gunk. Fucking fibroids. And he turned around and said, "You need postnatal Aye. physio." Postnatal. So you can't go do your step aerobics or your body pump. No. You have to go all do. All I wanted to do was a bit of Pilates. And maybe some squats, you know, because they are spanted at the beginning of this pantomime. Pantomime. <laughs> and it needs lifted a bit. You know, a wee bit. And, and it's good for the head to do yeah. a wee Because I'm not one of these people can go into a room and stick on the yoga and stretch myself into a pretzel on my own. No, I need, I need motivation. Aye. I, I need somebody to go and do it. stretch it. Or I'll bait do you. It, lift that. Yeah. Don't be a dick. I'm the same. See? See, we need an audience. What? Even if it's only an I audience know. of one. We are. Very, we're not motivated it's, on our own. We're shit. Yeah, shit. If there was a camera on you, you'd move. Well, to be fair, nobody wants to see the size of my arse on <laughs> a camera at the minute. So you were getting postnatal physio. Sorry for oh, laughing. But, I know, but without 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 the, the I natal. Was just, I was just kind of going. Okay, you can be. You, I'm laughing, but you could be angry about that. Yeah, that's 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 angry at being a woman and having to deal with the womanly stuff, uh, no matter what. To be fair, and I'm not even angry about the last kid at waistbands for the next year. Oh, should listen. I I I don't have anything else. I'm just going no. I'm no. comfortable. I don't care. I wonder, are there people still buying waistbands that have buttons and zips? Ah, Imagine. I dare say it's people we wouldn't like, Norma. What kind of a bra do you want now today? Oh, sports bra. Yeah, me too. Well, to be fair, these are J's. Oh, you've always so had big, big bazookas. I need the zip up the front full on. Do you? You do. Oh, so I. if you wore a pumper booster upper, you'd oh. give someone a black eye, Well, I you? can't see my feet at the best of times. Right. If I put that on, my chin would just rest on it. Anything I ate would just be on my personal shelf. <laughs> oh. Okay, right. Well, you've got rid of my angry hole, so thank you very much. <laughs> um, oh, God, I was so... Do you know what? What? I, I held off for so long making the episode for this week so thank you for helping me with it because I had two all crying days last uh, last weekend oh, and it wasn't even I was going you're angry no anyone I spoke to I said are you angry about anything they said no I'm depressed yeah. so it, people are now miserable and depressed it's moved on from but I think I'll come around again uh, I think I think angry is healthier than miserable and depressed it's getting out because at least angry you're you're venting it Mm-hmm. And you possibly are going to do something about it. But it kind of feels cleansing almost. Cleansing. It's like going out into your back and howling at the moon. Totally. Can you already see a difference with getting it out, getting the hysterectomy? Completely. Okay. I rec- so you'd recommend it? Like straight after when I got home, yeah. once I came off the morphine, which was hilarious. Never agreed with me. Morphine agreed with you? Oh, here. Oh, I was nauseous. I had the best four days of my life. Okay. Can't remember much about them, but I don't. Well, I wasn't really in any pain. Put that in your um, in your signing out of life um, thing. <laughs> I'll have morphine for the last few. I weeks. will. Yes. Yeah. yeah that, that was that was great crack. Great. In my own head. Like. Do you have any spare? I have funny. a few. I have a few. Um, I don't know. I've, I think it's Xanax I robbed from my mother's drawer a few years ago. They might. Would they go out of date? I think so, but I don't know how long. I might have to tuck into a few of them if this COVID goes on much longer. Are we diazepam? I tell you what, we calm me down rightly. Diazepam. I've heard that like blows your brain completely. Well, no. Very addictive. Well, yeah. Okay. Um, but Beryl, my mother, in the seventies, it used to be Valium Five, so my mother was never really a drinker, and that something had happened to her, and they gave her a Valium Five, and she went out to the golf club with my daddy because that's what you did in the seventies, and she was all dressed up to the nines, and she had a glass of coke. But the glass of coke affected, rather than alcohol, affected the Valium 5. Told yeah, it'll go quicker. Jeez, my daddy went out to do something, came back in, she was on the table flapping her skirt. Oh my God. And my mother's not that woman, but she was off her napper. 
like well, for an hour. completely. So, so it was the Coca Cola mixed with the Valium. No, this was the seventies. I don't care. There's um, there's a lovely fella on a motorbike after pulling in here. Oh, oh God, he's got a lovely bottom. I mean, bat bottom to his bike. <laughs> oh, there we are, grand. But yeah, so, then, so that's so good. That's like, just keep that in mind. A bit of Coca Cola. Yeah. I don't know if it'll be the same ingredients. No, oh yeah, Co- Coca Cola. Apparently had a bit of coke in it back in the day. Now, don't quote me on that. <laughs> that it was a, the original secret ingredient to Coca-Cola was a small pinch of coke. Oh. See, okay. it might have been that. But a wee diazepam. Now, I got the diazepam. Like Why a full diazepam or a half diazepam? Oh, no, I had a full diazepam, I think. After your hysterectomy? No, no, I was, still on the, I was still on the morphine then. This was when I was going to the dentist. And they, the, the dentist, because I was going to get like a wee bridge and stuff, and there was a lot of work, and I was nearby myself. Hold. And it went right here. I'll give you this prescription for a diet diazepam and that will calm you down so you're able to come in and we can do your work and I went oh that's lovely no problem are you a frequent dentist's work yeah yeah bit. okay so have my diazepam I was tripping <laughs> tripping I am susceptible to anything any, any kind of like a whiff of night nurse and I'm going to be unconscious for 24 hours I took the diazepam I couldn't make it up the steps at the front of the dentist Oh it was God. like you know, like Mister Softy, you know, when nothing really, and I'm in my head. I had the words, but my mouth couldn't keep up with what speed of what my thought was. Oh my God! It was beautiful. That was beautiful, and and yeah, and like we're too old for that. So I that's don't. the only place you can get your drug high now. But apparently, most of the world is on something. All I'm on at the moment is an old vitamin C and a probiotic. Like that's pathetic. Yeah, to be fair, I have a smoothie in the morning. That's as exciting yeah. as I get. Well, it's been lovely just to meet you, John, oh, to talk to you. Thank you for I having have to me, say, my darling. You've cheered, definitely cheered up my angry hole. It's absolutely fizzing. I feel better for getting it all. I've unclenched. Unclenched. Therapy, it's called. Brilliant. So that's a tonic for any angry hole. Uh, yeah, thanks to Joe for cheering me up. Made my day. If you enjoyed the episode, tell your friends, share, like, subscribe, follow. Uh, Heal Your Hole with Norma Sheehan is the Facebook page or Instagram Norma Sheehan Actor Twitter Norma Sheehan but just uh, share the love share the podcast and um, next week um, we're waiting to hear back on the Trump result in the next few hours so this will be live before that's out so I am quite nervous here so next week we might do Trump's hole or Trump's rump or um, yeah I'm going to speak to someone in America because I don't understand I don't understand why I don't understand why he's in the running, why he's possibly going to win this. Um, Maybe not. It looks fairly neck and neck at the moment. I just don't want to comment on it until we know the result. But, um, yep, till next week, mind yourselves. Fuck's sake. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 